That's what I'm talking about. Sports! It's now time to take you outside the lines and in the locker rooms of your Ryder Bronx to keep you up to date with everything from scores, exclusive interviews with your favorite players and coaches, and the latest buzz around campus surrounding Ryder Athletics on the Bronx Box Score. Now here's your host, Justin Reedman. Welcome to another week of the Bronx Box Score. I'm your host, you heard, Justin Reedman, live from Ryder University. I have another special guest on with me in studio, but stay tuned to see who it is because I first need to do my weekly recap of your Ryder Bronx. Swinging right into baseball, the Bronx won one out of their three games in their series against Delaware. Ryder defeated Delaware yesterday 14-6. Some highlights of the game courtesy of Ryder Athletics include Alex Sachi's made the um, start um, starting pitcher for the Bronx. He threw three innings and striked out two. Danny Kerwin tossed 1.2 no-hitter innings, striking out a pair in relief to earn a victory for the Bronx. Um, all nine Ryder starters, as in all the hitters, scored a run, a first for the team since a 14-1 victory over St. Peter's last season, um, according to RyderAthletics.com. Um, great win for the Bronx. They traveled to West Virginia on Wednesday at 3 p.m. Tossing over to softball, the Bronx had a very successful weekend at the Hampton-Norfolk State Tournament, winning four out of five games, including a 13-3 win against Norfolk State and going 13-2 win against Bryant. The team moves on to a 5-4 and record. Now, going over to some wrestling, already been a busy weekend so far. Um, Richie Kohler and 25th-ranked Quinn Kinner advanced to the finals for um, 133 and 141. Um, as their scores, Ryder competed at day one of the MAC championship in Ohio University's Convocation Center. Um, Ryder was seeded number one in the tournament, specifically uh, Richie Kohler and he earned victories in um, his matches. So great to see um, a sport like wrestling might not get as much acknowledgement. Um, just put themselves in the spotlight like that. Good luck to the rest of them and on um, the max. So like I said, such a busy, busy weekend for the Bronx. As we sprint on the track, um, Tegan Scheinbecker became an ECAC champion where she broke the program record in the mile while also taking third in the DMR in a program record along with her teammates Mackenzie Greenfield, Deani Biglow, and Lydia Wallace. Allie Richards also in track tied her own rider record to finish fourth place in the pole vote as the Bronx overall finished in 11th place with 22 points after day three of the championships. Six Bronx earned all East honors after their performances throughout the championship. Um, and as well as men um, track and field, eight Bronx combined in two events. They broke program records um, in the 4x800 and the 4x400 as the men's track and field team finished in fifth with 29 points. Um, James Green um, actually happened to be week one guest of the show. Um and Jerome Boyer, Artie Burgess, and Sakai Lichen combined as they took third in the 4x400. Congrats to all of them. Great to see them in the spotlight. Um, moving on over to the hardwood. Rough last two games for the Lady Bronx with losses at Fairfield 65-61 and the Quinnipiac Saturday 71-49. 
Uh, Ryder Women's Basketball wrapped up the season, finishing ninth in the MAC, and will take on eight seed Iona tomorrow at 9 a.m. in Atlantic City in the MAC Women's Basketball Tournament. Don't miss a single second of this game on our sister station, 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2, with our Bronx broadcasters, Sean Johnston and Jim Wister, are live on the call. And finishing up the recap in men's basketball, Bronx also lost to Fairfield Thursday night, 65-59. But they won against Riles Monmouth Saturday on Senior Day in Alumni Gymnasium uh, for Demencio Vaughn and Jeremiah Pope's Senior Day. Mervyn James led all scorers with 23 points and 7 rebounds. The Bronx finished the regular season ninth place in the MAC, and they take on Manhattan tomorrow at 5 p.m. in the men's MAC basketball tournament. You can also catch the game. I'm going to plug this one as well. Live on 107, of the Rock Retro with a special three-man booth with Sean Johnson, Jim Wister, and Tom Tremarco are all live on the call. So I am going to now introduce my guest with me. She is on the field hockey team here. I have Danielle Tyson. Danielle, I'm so happy to have you on. Thank you for coming in. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Um, I just want to talk about this first segment, just, you know, your journey here to Ryder. And then second segment, talk about field hockey season. And uh, we'll play a fun this or that game for listeners to get to know you more at the end. All right. Sounds like a plan. So I'll just start off and ask, um, what made you choose Ryder to play field hockey here? Um, actually, my club coach. I was I had offers from like seven other schools, and this was like the last one that I heard about. My club coach was like, oh, like, just go visit, see what it's all about. And I came here, and I saw the campus, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I love it here. And I ate in dailies, and I was like, wow, like, this food is amazing. Over no, the years, it's been kind of It's gone downhill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess with COVID and everything, it kind of changed, so. So, that's a, so your club coach, was, was she, were they, um, do they have any, like, um, connections to the coaches um, here, or? He, I think he comes to, like, their tournaments and stuff that they used to have, and he's had players come here before, so he just suggested it and thought it would be a good fit for me. I feel like he always knows what's best. He's great. That's great to hear. So real quick, I want to just, you mentioned dailies. I, I, <laughs> I remember doing Bronk for a day, and I went to the dining. I was like, hey, food's really good here. I know, it's, right? It's gone, it's, it's gone downhill uh, four years, I'd say. I feel like anytime they have people visiting, though, they're like, oh, let's put out the best stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, impress people. And then yeah. they come here like, oh, yeah, that's not that's not good. <laughs> um, same with it field hockey. Um, just... So did you like just a small campus feel as well? Yeah, of course. Um, I really like hands-on stuff and to, like, be able to, like, know professors and stuff one-on-one. And, like, I think this is, like, the perfect environment for that. Like, obviously, we all know, like, all of our professors on, like, a great basis. And I think that, like, Ryder, like, provides exactly what I was looking for. Because, like, I came from a high school probably a little bit smaller than it. So it wasn't too much of a transition. So bigger school bigger high school in general you college oh i mean you're small but yeah i i that's i mean i i like the small campus feel i, I mean i like that you know um everyone here is very personable yes i agree um so just moving on um did uh the major or anything like your major help you choose here as well when you yes it definitely did um a lot of schools don't have broadcast journalism and that's my major really um yeah and that's like i've known i've wanted to do that like forever i want to be in front of the camera <laughs> and they also like offered pretty cool minors i also minor in business and i just picked up a theater minor like last semester so like 
I think that they just have a lot to offer. And when I came on my, like, initial visit, like, Dr. Kielday, like, showed me the TV studio and stuff, and I got to see the radio station. I was like, wow, like, all of this is so great, really cool. And I was like, this is going to be good for me. Not to mention the old radio station at the old place where yeah. we got these shiny new studios. <laughs> it's nice. I, I love it here a lot. I mean, I, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss this. It's probably the nicest equipment we're going to touch until, you know, later on in our careers. Yeah, like the real world. <laughs> yeah. Um. So moving in the field hockey, how is the transition from high school to college? Um, I think it's hard because coming in freshman year, there's nine girls in my class. So a lot of us barely saw the field freshman year and it's a huge transition from high school because in high school like obviously we're all d1 so we all made it here like you're the star on your team you're captain you're getting like all the accomplishments and then you come here and you kind of like you have to start from the bottom again like you really have to humble yourself and like kind of like starting all over it yeah at some point um was there any challenges would you say or um yeah for sure i mean I think everyone has, like, similar challenges as an athlete. Everyone has a different experience. Like, some come in and they're starting right away. Some need to work their way up. I think it's just, like, my biggest challenge is, like, making my way up the steps. Like, it's always bettering myself, like, trying to do better for me. Like, and obviously you want to be better not just for yourself but for your team overall. So I think the biggest challenge is really just, like, besides adjusting, like, making yourself the best you can be so you can be a productive person on the field. You can be a productive player on the team. Speaking of just adjusting in general, um, I asked this to the swim. I had a couple of people from the swim team on last week, and I, I was just thinking about asking this question again, maybe to you. Um, I, I was saying, you know, the transition, you know, work-wise, academics, and um, you know, personal life, just it, it's you know, time management, it's just something that's like key and I guess a, ch- a little challenging at first. And I, I mean, I commend all the student athletes who, you know, now they got classes, you know, their own lives, and also um, their sport. How was adjusting um, with time management? Now, (laughs) I still, I I don't think I have trouble managing my time now. But freshman year, I feel like I rarely slept. Like, it was like class, practice, homework, sleep for maybe like a five-minute nap, get ready to do it all again, go to lift. Like (laughs) I just feel like freshman year, it was just so much going on. And then it was such a change sophomore year. Like, I feel like I had so much time on my hands because of, like, COVID and everything and, like, classes online. And then I think coming back this year, like, we had a – probably a lot of students had to, like, relearn, like, their time management skills. And this year is – I have a lot going on, like, compared to the past. Like, being here at the radio station and, like, I'm taking, like – and before I was, like, taking 15 credits and now I'm taking 18. So, like, I don't know. It's it's different to high school. Like, you don't just go to school, come home, like... And do the same class every day. Like, you don't have, like, what, 50 minutes of history every day, 50 minutes of math. It's, like, you know, hour, hour and a half. Yeah, and you got to, like, make time for everything. Like, you can't put things off. Like, everything has to fit into the schedule. Like I said, I just, I commend just student athletes because now you, you know, you have extra thing on your back. You have the sport and practice everything. I mean, I, I don't think... So to be honest, I don't think I was prepared for college, like time management and all that. Yeah. Like, I don't think high school prepared me for that. I agree. It's really a different ball game. Like in high school, I'd probably never write stuff down. I just hope that I like was doing all my homework. Now I'm like, I need to write oh, everything exactly. in my agenda, everything on my calendar. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel that for sure. Um, just staying in um, your involvement here. Um, are you involved any um? Anything else besides field hockey, like any club organizations? Yeah, I've been in SAC, and I was vice president. Um, 
I love doing that. There's a new e-board and everything, and we have a new advisor, Corey. And then also I'm here, a producer for Kurt's show, um, Master Your Finances, and field hockey, and that's really it. There's not much time for much else. <laughs> Is SAC, um, the committee, that they, they are in charge of um, last year when there was the whole, um, it was the um, like the committee together during the um, the Black Lives Matter movement. Was that the? Um, well, that was the Bronx Task Force, which was like yeah. kind of done through SAC. Like they picked out like specific students for it, but SAC is like the Student Athletic Advisory Committee. And it's kind of like about fundraising, like working with the MAC and like just kind of like bettering like the college athlete experience. That's really cool. Yeah. I, I didn't know we had that until I actually, I didn't know we had that until we made, I made, um, the social media accounts for the show and I started following them and I, I didn't know about the whole background. I, I, I thought I saw their names. Like I said, I mentioned the task force because last year I did on um, one of my shows, um, where I focused on the topic of just social justice in sports. So I remember yeah. the task force being made, um, having guests on from there. Yeah, that's really cool. I was also in the task force, um, I feel like that was a little hard because, like, with COVID and everything, like, we weren't doing everything in person. But when we did get together, it was a really good time. And we did that on Zoom, too. Like, it was definitely, like, bringing awareness to, like, especially kids who just, like, don't think about that in their everyday life, you know? Just to bring awareness. Yeah. It just it, It's just key to bring awareness. Because, like you said, not everyone might think about it. But, like, you know, use the platform like the radio or, you know, TV, social media really puts it out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, any like what any new projects that Sachs working on here to help out with like athletics at Ryder? Um, well, recently, I mean, right now it's like a lot of like figuring out like stuff with like graduation. Like we're doing like little things like getting courts for the seniors and like members and stuff. But um, they we worked hand in hand with like Women in Sports Day, which just happened on I think the twenty sixth or twenty seventh, and like. I don't know if you know about that, but that's, like, when all, like, the, like, younger girls come to the school and they get to, that's like, a couple experience. Saturdays ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that was really fun. And then before that, we were having, trying to have more of, like, a social media presence, you know. Um, we do, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, community service and stuff. We're, like, trying to raise some money for the program overall, like, we in the winter we like right before Christmas break we did some like fundraisers and stuff at the basketball games like raffles so that was a lot of fun. So what's your favorite part would you say of Ryder so far? It could be it could be off the field too. Um, I definitely think my professors like I really love my classes. I love the people that I get to work with and like shout out to Dr. Icalingo like she's also my advisor and she just like she really helps me like hold it all together. She really gets my life together for me. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she, uh, I've had her for a few classes. Yeah, she's um, awesome. Yeah, intro writing. I had her uh, last semester for feature writing. Uh-huh. Knows her stuff very well. Yes, she does. Um, so I got a couple more minutes for my first break. I'll tease part of the next segment where we'll talk about the field hockey season. Um, just coming in this year, um, last year, and all the COVID restrictions, um, how was it to, for, to be back together in person? Were there, like, any... Were some of the guidelines, like, not as strict? Yeah, it was definitely a change. And, like, going back to having a regular season was really, really nice. And it was, like, before, like, during, like, when COVID was, like, at its peak, we couldn't even, like, use our locker room and stuff. So it was really nice to, like, come back and be able to, like, all join together in one place and really just, like, 
have that team feel again that we weren't having like during COVID. You guys are all together yeah. as one. That's that's really nice right there. I mean, speaking of all the restrictions, so we're walking around here without the mask. I know. A, today has been so weird seeing everyone's faces for the first time in forever. Like, I've never seen some people's faces without without the mask. I'm I like, know. oh, I have class with you. But I was like, oh, <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen what they look like. I've never seen what some of my professors look like. I know. It's crazy. Never thought I'd be saying that. Um, so we got, I got about like one more minute till break. Um, like I said, I'm going to um, talk about the season and... Um, and we'll play this or that game second or third segment. But before we go to break, I want to promote the show's social media and email, which I haven't really done much previous shows. Follow the Bronx Box Score at Instagram and Twitter. Like the Bronx Box Score on Facebook. I put recaps from every episode, updates on the Bronx, and much more. Hey, I also have an email as well, thebronkboxscore at rider.edu. If anyone listening has a question, suggestion for a guest, or want to come on the show, Send me an email, and I will get back to you, and um, I'll let you know. So we are approaching time for our first break. So on the other side of this break, I'll be talking about the field hockey seasons past year with Danielle. So we'll be right back with more of the Bronx Box Score. Keep it locked on the Bronx Box Score. More exclusive content featuring your rider, Bronx, after we take a timeout with some underwriting announcements on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 TheBronx.com. It's time to get back into the clubhouse on the Bronx Box Score with your host, Justin Reeveman, giving out more hot content with coaches and athletes for your rider, Bronx. Welcome back to the Bronx Box Score. As you just heard, I'm your host, Justin Reeveman. I'm still joined live in studio by Danielle Tyson from the Rider Field Hockey Team. Danielle, I want to talk about um, just field hockey still in this season. So um, I'll first ask you um, just overall about the program, field hockey. What do you like most about it? Um, I kind of like the sisterhood. Like, I feel like, well, we spend a lot of time together. So it's like you get 20 girls that are like your sisters. You spend so much time together. You learn so much about each other. It's just, and we're all there to support each other, which is really nice. Do you guys do any activities together, like help bond and, like, uh, build team chemistry yeah we do have team bonding especially in the beginning like for preseason we which is like in the end of august we all stay together in the dorms to begin and then we have like little activities like we'll do bonfires we did tie-dye this year sometimes you do like a movie night or like we did a dip night so we all made different types of dip we did this at my house because i live off campus and that was really fun like we all just brought different things and all ate together like it's it's a lot of fun that sounds nice. Um, yeah, the great, um, you know, building, you know, chemistry help on and off the field for yeah. sure. And the team had a pretty good year, I'd say. They were 11 and 8. What do you think helped it make it go well? And then what were the challenges along the way? Um, I think the dedication of all the players and like hard practices and pushing each other like personally, like I think that really helped us. But I think one of our biggest challenges were probably coming back after a COVID year. It was super weird to have our season like before in the spring because like it's a fall sport and it was like modified and short. So like we had to get back into like regular practice routines and the sophomores, which is the year under me, they had to like learn what it's actually about like they didn't really get to experience a real first season so it was like their class was adjusting my class was adjusting and then we had freshmen coming in too so like I feel like the seniors were the only ones who really knew what was going on 
Now, since you guys played in the spring last season and then just such a fast transition in the fall, was there any way, did you guys, like, train, like, a lot more? Or did you, say, did you guys have to, like, not train as much because not to, like, overdo it? Like, I'm, I'm curious. Um, We trained, like, kind of like our off-season, which would have been our regular season. That was kind of, like... A preseason going into like our spring season I guess you could say I feel like that was kind of confusing but um like we practice we practice in small groups I wouldn't say we practice any less I feel like we took a lot of time to like work on skills and like developing like really good game plans like just the just the you know, keep the flow going yeah um is there any um teammate that like really gets the team going before games or at practice that just always is maybe their hype person or something like that <laughs> i'd say the van Ameren sisters tess and kiki they're both from the netherlands and they get so fired up like i love to play with them they they really just they get fired up and it doesn't matter if we're winning losing if it's the beginning of the game the end of the game they're always fired up and i love that about them now I'm going to ask the opposite. Who's someone that might be maybe quieter on the team, but, like, they really are motivated and they get the team going in, like, a different kind of way. They're not as, like, you know, uh, vocal, but... I feel like Sierra, Sierra Giuliano, um, that I love C. Um, we actually live together. She's in my class. She's quiet. Like, she's quiet around other people, I'd say. Definitely with, like, us, she's, like, more outgoing. But she's definitely quiet, but she's focused and she is determined, like... She is so skilled. She loves to play. Like, it doesn't matter if everyone's screaming or yelling. She's just, she has her head on straight all the time. And kind of moving on, um, were there any specific players or coaches that just give good advice um, so during just the season or in general during your time here? I think everyone. I think everyone works really well together. Um, I love our assistant coach, Coach G. I feel like she always has, like, these weird analogies and stuff that, like, gets us going or like motivates us or kind of gives us like a different look at things and then yeah is there is there anyone you like that that stood out that you'll like never forget that she spoke she's always like shake and bake when she's talking about like doing moves to like get away from the defender like she's like you got to use your whole body to shake and bake she always says that <laughs> so like um like you know like in football they like juke them like that like, yeah that's little, exactly little, what little you juke mean. like that <laughs> um so uh, staying with the season um there were some good teams you guys played i saw you guys played 21st ranked miami ohio um yeah. just putting rider on the map with these games yeah um i mean that was a tough game for us but we played our hardest i don't think we really ever let down like and it's really nice to play like big schools and big teams like even when we played uconn last year like it's really cool to get those experiences because it's a lot of times not the same type of play that you're getting in conference play what have been some of your favorite away games um i think uconn was definitely up there on the list i mean we didn't have many of them last season um but that was fun. We went to Penn State and everything for NCAA, so that was a really cool experience. And then I think Miami of Ohio was really fun, too. I really like the far trips. It's fun being on the bus, everyone getting to bond, staying in the hotel rooms, like, going out to dinners and stuff. Like, it's just, it's like an unreal experience. Like, you're really, like, living this. <laughs> like, on the road, like, actually, you know, like, professional athletes, too. It's, yeah. it's a, it, it looks like a cool experience. Just yeah. go, going in different places on... I mean, obviously, coming out the win is even, you know, <laughs> fun, too. Yeah. Um, 
I, I mean, I saw, you know, these big opponents you guys play, like, uh, you know, Big East teams like uh, UConn. I mean, it, I, I, I like when that happens and Ryder goes on the map. Win or lose, people are watching the games. Exactly. Um, so sticking with the season, um, what? so were there any other challenges outside of COVID, like just during a specific game that you guys had the hurdle over? Um, I think some of the challenges that we experienced this season was like, it it was just different, you know, like a lot of us were kind of inexperienced because like our first season, maybe we were freshmen and we didn't get much play time. And then our next season we came in and we only had, I think, what, eight games. So this year was like, it was like reality. And I think what we struggle with is like, if a team gets one up on us, like I'm not going to say we let down cause we don't, but it's definitely like a struggle to catch back up. I feel like when we're ahead, we stay ahead. Uh, and I mean, I, I used to work on um, Bronx vision. I've watched the games more online this year, but um, yeah, I, I think that's accurate. Whenever I did those games field, the team just never quits. Just yeah. like they, they fight to the very last second. Yeah, we're tough. I think we're all pretty tough. We all have that drive in us. We all have, like, a second, third, fourth gear, which is super cool to see. It's fun to play with girls who really love their sport and are just so passionate about it. I think it's just, I think I think field hockey, I know it's growing, but I still think it's, like, underrated sport. Because, like, when I tell people about athletics here, obviously everyone thinks basketball because we don't have football. Yeah. But I'm like, hey, in, in the fall, you know, we have soccer and we have field hockey, and I got our field hockey program is pretty good. Yeah, we're, we're pretty, we're, I think we're really good. Um, It is, I think it's growing for sure, but definitely, like, sometimes I tell people I play field hockey and they're like, what is that? Like, really? <laughs> Yeah, it really depends where you're from, like in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, like Delaware, like those areas, it's definitely a big sport, like going outside of here, it's a little like, like, let's say you go to California or Florida, a lot of people over there are not playing field hockey, so... I also didn't know it had a big international presence. Um, I remember um, former goalie um, Lena, I worked with her at um, Bronx Vision. Yep. Like, I didn't know until she told me that they had, it was such a big presence internationally. It is, and, like, everywhere internationally, and, like, not just in Europe, but, like, on the islands, too. Like, one of my very close friends, I'm from Trinidad, like, my parents and stuff, so I go there all the time. One of my very close friends who played on Lock Haven, she was recruited from Trinidad, and she stayed in the States and played. So, That's really cool. Yeah. Is, is, it, is it an Olympic sport yet? Because I, I feel like it should be. Yeah, it is. It is? Yeah. See, I don't, isn't, the, isn't summer or winter? Summer for sure. See, I I don't watch them as much as I used to, but like sports like that will probably keep me tuned in. Yeah, you know basketball, it's Team USA winning every year. Um, you know other stuff is like predictable. Yeah, I feel like it's not predictable. There's always like a good couple teams, but so uh, this this one's kind of a um. I'm going away from the seats for a bit here. If you uh, if you played or had to play any other sport, what would it be? Um, I would have loved to play basketball, but I'm only five foot and I knew that career was just never going to happen for me. I played in middle school and high school, but I just knew it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> it's just, it's tough. So tough. Yeah. I mean, just in general, I mean, it's not even just here at Ryder. I mean, any, anywhere. I mean, even going like division two and three, it's hard to make those teams. Yeah, for sure. I, I knew that that wasn't my go-to sport. It was kind of like just for fun. But if I was a couple inches taller, I really think I would have focused more on that. <laughs> when did it come to you that you, that field hockey was like your niche? Like this is like the, the, the way, the route I want to go 
Um, I probably started playing when I was like seven or eight, and I was like, oh, like this is fun. And then in like middle school, probably like seventh grade year, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go D1. Like I'm definitely playing Division One field hockey. Here you are. <laughs> yeah, the dream came true. Nice. So. Um, as a rising senior for next season, um, what goals do you have just for a team um, before you graduate? Um, I want to make it to the NCAAs again. Like, it's not impossible. We did it before, so I want to do that, and I want to go there and win. I just want to enjoy my last season with my girls. I have a big class, so I think it's going to be fun for a lot of us to play together because I feel like we missed out on some time. We never had, like, our off season to really like develop and like prove our spots and yeah so and then just um i, I mentioned before were they all seniors i mentioned the people or are they um underclass i mentioned people to look out for for this past season um tess is a senior that's one of the van armor and sisters but kiki is my year she's also very hype sierra is also in my year very hype but all the girls like they all get crazy we all get each other like ready to go before games i wouldn't say anyone's like a debbie downer or anything on the team so so i mean big senior class to look out for yeah there's eight of us now so just look out for that yep um, we got a big freshman class coming in too oh really yeah are you allowed to say how many on here or um i don't know mm. we'll stay away from that <laughs> yeah i don't want to get you in trouble or anything but that no but that's good to hear though yeah it's good to hear because, like, like I said, like small schools like Ryder, just getting those kinds of like players and even if it's a big recruiting class, um, it's important. It's important to like know Ryder's on the map. Yeah, it is for sure. Um, is there anything like else inside athletics you hope to do, or I mean, or outside of the organization you're involved with before you graduate as well? Um, I think I want to be more involved. Like, I feel like with playing a sport you don't have so much time on your hands but I feel like senior year in the spring would be a great time to really like spread my wings and do like some crazy stuff <laughs> not crazy stuff but like do more stuff on campus um I hope that like going into next year like COVID's like completely gone and we have like the concert and stuff again because I love doing stuff like that oh that was fun yeah that, that was would, a great so nice. time um so, like I said, so I'm not, I'm not being biased here, but, um, you know, broadcast journalism, I'm sports media, so, I mean, great, great route to go. Yes, it um, is. What, what, what would your dream job be out of college? I want to have my own talk show. That's the plan. <laughs> do you do one here? Huh? Do you do one here? No, I don't, but I want, like, one on TV. I want to be like, yeah, I want to be like Oprah. <laughs> A dream big, though. Yes. You never know. Like, everyone's looking for content, so. Yeah, I mean, I would like to probably, like, start, like, on the news or something, like, but the ultimate goal is a talk show, definitely. I mean, that's how it starts. You know, everyone starts off small, whether it's on, like, a news or, like, even, like, a small market. Like, I, as I look at jobs graduating, I'm like, hey, I'm not going to be on a odds are I'm not going to be in a major market doing sports radio or producing sports radio or yeah. at, like, an ideal time either. Yeah, but it'll all come to be. I think everything will fall into place for you and for me and for everybody else. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, so we still got a few minutes here before my next break. Um, just I, I mentioned this season. Um, what are you looking forward to as well? Besides playing, you know, um, with everyone next year. Um, has the schedule come out yet? Um, 
I think so, but I don't know if the NEC has given the schedule yet. Like, I think we could see, like, the overall schedule, but I'm just looking forward to, like, the competition. Like, it's always competition in field hockey. You don't know. It doesn't matter how how a team played last season. Like, you don't know what you're going to face. So I'm just looking forward to it. I hope we kick some butt. I was only asking because I was wondering if there was a specific team like you or people on the team are like, I can't wait. I'm marking my calendars for this day to come till we play this game. That team is always Fairfield for us. Fairfield. Yes. I, um, I heard that last week, too, when uh, with the swimmers were on talk about Fairfield and Marist. So I, I, Fairfield must have good athletics. Yeah. Um, my freshman year, we lost to them in overtime, like, 42 seconds left in overtime or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then last, or my sophomore year, we beat them, and then this year we lost to them again, but it's always such a close game. Like, we're always neck and neck with each other, so I just think a good senior year present would just to be score on them a lot and beat them. <laughs> Not a close game. Do you play them once or twice, usually? Um, I think once. Were you guys away or home this year? We were away this year. We oh, played so, on their turf. So you get them home this upcoming year most likely? Yes, life? we do. Ooh, that, that's going to be a good game to tune into. Yeah. I mean, I feel like when we play teams on our field, it's kind of our advantage because we don't have a water-based turf. Like, we have regular field turf, so a lot of the schools that we play aren't used to playing on this type of turf. So, like, it's definitely, like, harder for them to adjust. How does having like a smaller, like smaller field, smaller student section affect like the game? Um, I don't. I mean, it's fine. Like any, like I know all of our parents come and support. Like there's always people in the stands watching. It doesn't matter the weather or anything. But it would be nice to have more students come out. Like we go and support the soccer teams and stuff. And I know they do the same for us, which is pretty cool. Just like I like, I love when I see the athletes support the other teams. Really shows they're all you know together supporting one another. Yeah, I mean I've seen people you know basketball games too. Um, I've I've been at the games with my broadcasters. I see you all come out to those as well. Yeah, those are fun. It's nice to just like go and see what other teams are doing. Like if your team's successful, it's nice to see other teams' successes as well. Yeah, you know, all part of one you know school. Same with you know same goal. You know, just different team. Yeah. Um, so I might, I might tease the next segment too about, uh, like whether this or that question, but, um, I'm just thinking of one more, um, just in general about just here, rider, field hockey in general. Um, just, I guess before I go into my next break, just, just tell just listeners who might've missed the first segment, why they should, uh, tune in to any games, come out and what to see next year. Just like, just to recap it. Um, so the team is full of girls who are just driven. Like, the motivation's always there. They have a second, third, and fourth gear. Like, it doesn't matter if we're down. We're Like, we're always trying to come back up. And if we're in the lead, like, there's no way we're getting back down. Like, the girls on the field hockey team are so tough. Like, each and every one of us, we're always ready for a good, hard fight. For real, we are. Just be on the look for So I got one more minute for my break. Uh, this is like a random. This is, I always I, I never tell I don't, it never tells a lot of people. But when I did Bronx Vision, right? Uh huh. I say field hockey was the hardest game to do because it's so fast paced. It's so hard to follow the ball. Yeah, it's. I feel like if you don't know field hockey, like it's crazy to watch. Like there's just so much going on. The whistle's always being blown. Like. <laughs> 
Yeah, especially the, you know you know the cameras like behind the field. Yeah, so you're probably. Like, I was on that one, and I just remember one day my boss was in my ear yelling at me, and I, I was like, "Where's the ball? Where's, I can't see anywhere." It's such <laughs> and it's a little small thing too. <laughs> and, the next thing, and the next thing I know, it's right in front of me, and they're like, "It's right in front of you now." You know, turn the camera. Yeah, it's such a fast-paced sport. Yeah, it is. So. Like I said, next uh, segment, we're going to play a fun this or that game. Um, a lot of my guests love this part of the show, so um, stay tuned for that. And like I said, on the other side of this break, I'll do a this or that game with Danielle. And you are listening to the Bronx Box Score here on 1077 The Bronx. And before I go to my break, I want to promote again my social media for the, for the show at The Bronx Box Score on Instagram and Twitter, like The Bronx Box Score on Facebook. And like I said, I have an email set up, score at rider.edu. Email me any questions about Rider Athletics. Um, ask me um, about guests who I want to have on. If you want to come on the show, hey, let's um, work it out. That's at that's score at rider.edu. So we'll be right back with more of the Bronx Box Score right here on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Don't you dare touch that dial. The Bronx Box Score will be right back with more inside action of your Rider Bronx after we review some underwriting announcements on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. 1077 The Bronx timeout just expired, and that means it's time for more of the Bronx Box Score. Let's throw it back to our host, Justin Reedman, for more trending scores, updates, and interviews of your Rider Bronx. Welcome back to the Bronx Box Score. As you just heard, I'm your host, Justin Raven, still joined by Danielle Tyson of the field hockey team. Danielle, we come down to the final minutes of the show. It's gone by really fast. It has. Oh, my gosh. So are you ready for this fun segment of Would You Rather and This or That Game um, for just the audience to get to know you more? Yes, I've never been more excited. <laughs> so uh, first of all, is, would you rather pass or score? Pass. Why? Because um, sometimes it's just better to pass. Like, I feel like sometimes that person might have an easier shot than you do, or they might be in a better placement. But scoring's nice, too. But sometimes the pass is what makes the goal look really good. So both these options, this next one, is it, they're, neither one of those are ideal. Would you rather sweat an embarrassing amount or need to hydrate every five minutes? Oh, sweat an embarrassing amount. I mean, the, the hydrate thing just seems painful, you know, like, yeah. I already struggle to stay hydrated. I can't imagine every five minutes. That That's, yeah, that's too quick. Way too quick. Uh, would you, I got some non-sports ones too. Would you rather be an extra in an Oscar winning movie or the lead in a box office like Bomb? The lead in a box office. Rather be that, well, not, not uh, Oscar. Yeah, I mean, like the Oscars would be cool, but... Like, if you're the lead in something else, you feel like you're, you're the star, star and you yeah. can always go up from there. See, I, I think I'd have to agree there. Um, would you rather be forced to watch The Office or Friends for the rest of your life? Friends. Oh, my God. I can't stand The Office. I think it's the driest humor ever. Like, I love Friends, though. <laughs> Look, I think The Office is overrated, too. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I, someone's on my side. I had the I had to watch an episode from my J-term classes. <laughs> I, I, it doesn't entertain me. And, and I like and I like that kind of, like, silly humor. But I just, I don't know why. I like Steve Carell, too. I, I just, I don't get entertained by it yeah it's just yeah no it's not for me i'm happy someone agrees with me everyone's always against me on this <laughs> oh yeah when i tell people they're like how, how do you not like the office I know. i'm like i don't i, don't, I, I just I'm, I'm not entertained by it uh would you rather wear one or seven colors every day 
one. <laughs> I, I think I'm, I'm basic like that too. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big Carolina fan, like North Carolina fan. Uh-huh. So I love the I love the Carolina blue. I could wear it every day if I wanted to. Yeah, blue's also my favorite color, but I think one color you could always match it. If you have seven colors, that's just like a lot going on. It's I too like much to match all, all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather have the only beverage beverage you can drink be water, or the only food you can eat be a salad? Honestly, I would like both of those. I'm a vegetarian, so I eat a lot of salad, and I don't really drink juice. I hate soda, so, like, I don't mind drinking water. I don't even, like, buy juice. I literally only buy water bottles. <laughs> I mean, hey, always the way to go. I mean, it, it, I feel like that always hydrates over, like, other stuff. Yeah, of course. So the, this one, this one's a big one, and I, I kind of know this from, you know, seeing you in John's office. I think you're a big sneakerhead, as we talked before. Yes, indeed. So this is a big one. Would you rather have a shoe or an award named after you? Oh, man. That's a hard one. I mean, what would the reward, like, be for? The award? See, that's a good question. <laughs> um, Say it's, like, you know, a best, like, you know, field hockey or something. You know, like, the win award for uh, basketball? You know, something, like, big like oh. that. That would be cool, but I think I'd go with the shoes. I mean, how cool would it be to, like, have Danielle's instead of Jordan's? Like, I just yeah, think right? that'd be so cool. <laughs> I mean, he, he, the Nike, I, I, I did a Nike ID, so I put, like, my name inside there, but just having the actual brand, how cool would that be? That would be amazing. I would love that. I literally have, like, almost probably 100 pairs of shoes. Like. <laughs> Me too. I, 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 I know we saw it off air in the past. I got, like, 25, 30 pairs. <laughs> yeah, we both love shoes, sneakerheads. Nike and Jordan or, like, uh, the field? <laughs> Nike and Jordan. Same here. Yeah, for sure. Have, have you seen the new Nike store opened up around here? No, where? There's, there's a Nike outlet opened up in Mercer Mall. I, oh. I, I'm going to have to watch my, uh, my, my spending. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to check it out. <laughs> So, Danielle, time is about to run out. I really appreciate you coming on um, once again. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Like, for real, thank you so much. Of course, anytime. And before I close out the show, I'm going to promote uh, social media and just where to reach out to me if you want to talk about the show or anything Rider Athletics. That's the Bronx Box Score at the Bronx Box Score on social media. And then the Bronx Box Score at Rider.edu to get in contact with the show. And with that, that wraps up another week's edition of the Bronx Box Score. I've been your host, Justin Reapman. That wraps up another week's edition of the Bronx Box Score. Tune in next Monday at 4 p.m. for the hottest topics surrounding your rider Bronx. If you missed any part of today's episode, don't worry, we've got you covered. Find the Bronx Box Score on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Visit 1077thebronc.com slash the Bronx Box Score.